you want to see my football fish? My my Hemantolophus groenlandicus of the kingdom Animalia phylum Chordata. They're like, is that what you call it? From the mountains to the east, to the caves to the west, you're listening to the real WTH show. Fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. You cannot beat the quality, consistency, and the price. What is up, everybody? Welcome to California episode. Sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. And it's also heavy with snow right now, at least on the eastern half. Welcome to episode number 99. Nine, nine. Nine, nine. Oh, we're one away. One away. Uno mas. Yeah. Of the real WTH show. I am Tommy. You are Wilson. Wilson, how are you doing? I'm good. Um, California sucks today, though. Um, is it has anything to do with, I don't know, reimposed mask mandates? Yeah, for four weeks. Yeah, it's going to be another two weeks to flatten the curve. But no, they're just trying to ruin everybody's holiday. And I already experienced it because I tried to go to the um, store real quick to grab an energy drink, right? Yeah, you seem a little hyper. I had a couple Red Bulls. Have you ever had a Red Bull? I never had a Red Bull before, but I had a Red Bull last night. I really like Red Bull. Because I was like, man, I'm kind of tired. So I walk in there. Right when I walk in, the clerk is is like... Uh, you need to have a mask on. I said, huh? He goes, you need a mask. I was like, I don't have one. He's like, well, then he can't be in here. I said, okay, I'll never come back here then. And I turned around and walked out. Yeah. And that's ridiculous. I mean, I, I know your per, some of your personal health information and I'm not going to violate any HIPAA violations right now. I mean, re- the thing is, is regardless, you know, if you're vaxxed or not, you know, even if you are vaxxed, you still need to wear a mask. I'm like, this is just the whole thing is just dumb. Yeah. Be- because it's like, so all these people, why, why they, why they do that then? Why, why, why do people go out and get vaxxed? It, it's a scare tactic. Yeah. It's and stupid. It, and, and they're pushing their weight around and it's ridiculous. Um, I was talking and, to- and they were they're they're spewing some, some fake facts. Cause I did my own fact checking today because I looked at the mandate um, and it says, uh, since the Omni, Omni, whatever, Omicron. Uh, very, yeah, since that one's come out, California has seen an increase of 47% for daily, uh, uh, what do you call it? Cases, Pot, the cases. Yeah. So I was like, huh, that doesn't sound right. So I went on the, um, which one was it? CDC or something like that. I went on their website where they track it all. Right. I looked at the graph. We're about 3,000 to 3,500 cases per day away from where it was at with Delta, which it said it was 47% higher than when we had the Delta variant going around. And I was like, well, that's wrong. It's just, it, it's all stupid. Here's the problem that they're doing. They're counting cases and not hospitalizations. Oh, they said hospitalizations are, have gone up 14%. That's a lie. 
they were talking yeah. about that today in the radio show i was listening to because the hospitalizations because they're like oh we just want to save room for beds it, i can't remember the exact numbers but it was something along the line of emergency rooms have you ever been to an emergency room where it wasn't busy or has not ever been full regardless every time no. i've gone it's always been it's somewhat busy. full because they try running their er at i think it was at 85 percent capacity at all times to be profitable because it is still a business and so what they're doing is they're 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 sitting there they're like oh well you know we want to save some room just in case i'm like it's already been proven that no one's died from the omicron it's yeah. actually better it's like the common it's like the common cold common flu whatever yeah you know, we'll get it yeah maybe someone might die but there's been zero deaths it's pushing the delta out so this is a good thing yeah and it said that the uh unvaccinated people are more likely to contract and spread the omicron variant which is also not right because most of the people who are getting it are vaccinated right and and i think the show i was listening to which is basically one of the shows um that that i you know I, it's one of the shows that i mainly listen to all the time because they see it from both sides right and you know they 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 said like yeah you know you're you're probably gonna get it but you're not gonna die from it and what was it what what place was it Wait, what definitely wasn't australia i forgot where it was but they're they have like 90 percent vaccination i think it was somewhere in oh, it was like oh i, I saw was, like sweden or something like that i want to say you no know, it was like a, it was a state or a area oh. account there was a county where it was like 90% vaccination because it's a bunch of old people and it was just running rampant, but no one was dying. They just, it's, it's like, you have like a common cold. Like last episode, I had like just, you know, some sniffles going on, whatever, you know, nothing you probably had it as far as I know, maybe, but it was like, I had no other symptoms or anything. I felt fine. I just had, a, honestly, I always sniffle, but they're, they're trying to scare everybody. And it's, it's, what's cool is a lot of people are starting to catch on yeah um unfortunately oh, it's been, one been of, it's been too long yeah one of the things that when it, when i was walking out leaving <laughs> there's an old guy that uh was coming in and he had also been told that he needed a mask and as i'm walking out he looks at me and he goes you leaving i was like yep he goes good and he walks in the store with the mask in his hand. He's like, I got my mask. And he walks in. He's like, nobody needs to wear one, though. And he just kept walking through the store. Yeah. So who was it? So so again, we're going to get into the, the real show here in a second. But it, this guy said um, there's an easy way for it was a listener called uh, emailed the show and said this. So I'm not going to take any credit for me coming up with this. He said, there's a very easy way to solve this problem. You get about 100 people. Okay. And you just go into like any target or any place where there's mask mandates and you go in there and you go, I'm not going to, we're not going to wear masks. You stage a protest in there without it. Okay. Without your mask target calls the cops, the cops come in there to get you, you steal $949 worth of stuff. Cops won't touch you. I mean, right now you could, you could steal more than that. and It doesn't matter. Well, then steal more than at least that. in, at least in California. Because, you know, they're not going to touch you. You might, you might as well go out with something, right? Yeah. It, this is how ridiculous it is. And 
the funny thing is, is this is a thing that you and I have talked about a long time, especially when it comes to Second Amendment stuff. What they're going to do is they're going to turn law-abiding citizens into criminals. Because what's going to happen is, is they're going to make a, I guess you would say, a law where you got to wear a mask. We're going to turn it literally into China, where everyone wears a mask all the time. And we're going to be like, no, we're not. And then they're going to, okay, well, you, now you're breaking the law. Now we're going to arrest you. I mean, we see clearly what's happening in Australia. That's no, oh, that's, yeah, that's bad. That's not a joke. That That's serious. That's not like, that's not North Korea, folks. That's not like, uh, that's how they are. They're, if I, if I know correctly, their, their uh, government is set up not too much different than ours. I mean, yeah. they have a democracy, I think, but I think they have like, I think their court system is a little weird, but they're more like British, like Britain, I think. Yeah. Parliamentary type style, but still that, that, you know, they have, you know, law and order, they have like due process courts and stuff like that. And what I'm seeing over there, I'm like, that is no joke. They're beating people. Yeah. And putting it in internment camps. I mean, that's not too far from us. I mean, I don't think it would happen here because I think the people would rise up before it happens, but blood would be, blood would be take two blood will be shed hey, before there that you happens. Go. There's, there's your sound clip. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta hit that. Which one? <laughs> there's <you're> going around. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. I turned into a, yeah. For people that bad and kept care. Yeah. I turned into, I got went all Biden there for a second. I mean, obviously the, the only way to solve this I mean, is really. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. I mean, obviously, that's exactly. the only thing. I mean, yeah. yeah. Only if we tried that, you know, only if Trump would yeah. have done that, you know, if we wouldn't yeah. be in this mess. And I, I should have walked in there when he said, you need a mask. I should have been like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, is uh, I was at a Walmart this morning. And now coworker of mine, friend of the show, Charles, he doesn't like wearing masks. I don't blame him. I hate it too. And so he's one of those guys that he's like you. He's just like, nah, I'm good. I'm not going to wear it. And so, but there's this one employee who is literally like, you know, Mussolini, Stalin, Hitler, all combined in one about masks. No one else cares but her. So when I walk, every time I walk into the back room, I just throw it on real quick, do my thing, which takes two minutes. And then right when I go out to the floor, I take it off. It is the dumbest thing. Everyone sees me do it, but no one says anything but her. So I walk back there today and he's checking in the load and I see him and he's wearing a mask and I'm like totally laughing right now. Cause I know that means she said something to him. And so I'm like, I just look at him and I just go, how's your morning going like that? You know, kind of being snarky a little bit. And he just kind of rolls his eyes and he shakes his head and he goes, I'll, t- I'll, I'll, I'll roll this to the floor for you. He's talking about the load. He's going to take it to the floor for me. I'm like, all right. So as we're walking, Right when you turn the corner, ball, take that off. We both just take off our masks. I'm like, dude, like, and you see everybody else, like all the other vendors are starting to catch on. They're like, yeah, this is dumb. We'll just take it off. So they, they're all taking off. Right when they walk back in, they put it back on and take it off again, just in that little section. And she's the only one that may, I think it's a power trip thing. That's honestly what it is. Probably. It, it's control. And, you know, if that makes her sleep better at night, whatever. I don't yeah. care. But like. When I like that, but that one time when she goes, um, do you want a mask? Well, no, I'm good. This is the same lady. I'm like, no, I'm good. So we need to wear a mask. I'm like, okay, thanks. And I just like kind of walked away. I'm like, dude, I'm over it. I really am. Yeah. So 
Speaking of being over it. Beers and cheers. Yeah, by the way, uh, I went back and reviewed the video. You nailed it last week. Nailed it. You yeah. nailed it. It was perfect. Yeah. I don't know how you did it. Some sort of sorcery. Maybe yeah. you sold your soul to the devil, but you open your can right on cue with the sound clip, and it may never happen again. It's like it the thing when won't. It, it's like the, the screensaver when it finally hits the corner. You'll only see it once. It'll never happen again. Yeah. I, I was yeah. glad I was here to witness it. Yeah. So I know last week we said that was me our last beer of the year, which is technically true. It is because this one's going on next year. This one's going on next year's list. Yeah. Um, and what are you drinking today, good sir? Um, so last week we had that uh, that love hazy right from Almanac Beer Company, and it had it had a special Christmas label on it, which we figured out. Um, and then I went to the store. Yes. I went, you're going to need to play that again for this one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I went to the store uh, a couple of days ago and I saw that beer. It it was, it was on the shelf. And then right next to it, there was another one that has like a Christmassy label on it. And I was like, ah, all right, well, I'll just grab that and we'll, we'll do that on the show. Since, you know, we're kind of following the theme Christmassy beers. This will probably be the last one have to get one with fireworks or something for the next show because or be... gunshots whatever yeah but this one is called bunny hill ipa and uh you know other than the super super sparkly trees i uh, i like the uh this simplistic nature of the label That's um, good. yeah it's it's just a a like at a at a ski resort it's just a, a slight sloping hill with some sparkly trees in the background and some uh, silhouettes of rabbits on the hill. And uh, this one actually has a little story on the side of it, too. It says, baby, it's hella cold outside. <laughs> yes, baby girl. Yeah. Oh, this is a hazy IPA, by the way. Um, Bunny Hill Hazy IPA has a pillowy soft mouthfeel like freshly fallen snow. This liquid snowflake is dry hopped with an avalanche of cashmere and Simcoe, creating notes of citrus zest and ripe melon. Ooh, and we all love melons around here. It does. It does have a melony, mel, mel, melony smell. Sure. It's it's not because I think I said the last one was very citrusy, like fruity. I, I think it's. I said it tasted kind of like pineapple at first. Yeah, but then there was coconut and, in it. Yeah, and I could taste the coconut. Um, this one's definitely got more citrusy stuff to it. Um, a little bit of melon flavor, I think. I, I probably wouldn't have known that if I didn't read it. Uh, that's how light it is. But this is closer to like a hazy IPA than I'm used to. It's just a little bit more on the citrusy side. It's not bad. It's better than the last one, though, I think. Um, I think I gave that one a 3.25, maybe. Let's take a look. I got my notes right here on real paper. 3.5, actually. 3.5. Hmm. All right. Well, this one's definitely better. Not the greatest, but it's a it's a quality beer. I'd give it a 3.75. So if we're gonna be keeping in with the uh you know the theme of that beer, the next one you try should be a four. 
It should, yeah. Yeah. Because we only got up. Just keep moving on up. But uh next next beer is gonna be a lot of beers. A lot of beers. <laughs> yeah. Plural beers. I gotta I gotta figure out which ones I can I can get still that are at the top of the list. We'll have to go through the list, you know, and say like, hey, this was the top one. And I know which one's the top. Yeah. Was, I should probably know, tribute should, beer, but I should probably go out and get like <laughs> get like a um what was that? The uh twisted tea. tea and then some other one that I could actually get out here. Yeah. And just put it on here. I'm going to slap myself in the face for, you know, on the camera for the fine folks. You're supposed to drink it, not slam it in your face. Yeah. Um, I'm just drinking the same sparkling water as last time. I haven't really left my seat. <laughs> oh, okay. I feel like we, you know, just, we just did recorded this. like a few days ago. And the, we just released an episode. What yesterday? today it was well yesterday so yeah yeah yesterday yeah. um we're we're cramming these episodes back to back so we could have some time in between because it's scheduling i put i put that post on instagram because of scheduling is just yeah but we're, we're still doing this you know we we do it for the kids we, we really do and the money yeah it, oh shoot you don't know about that part never mind uh, yeah we no don't get paid me. for this at all really no no yeah. one told me no yeah. one told me i mean ryan I don't say me. anything yeah so, so yeah that's what i'm drinking nothing special nothing crazy as far as cheers go do you have anything specific for cheers yes i okay. actually do go for it with your specific specificity or specific however newsom says it which is um stupid. so the this one just happened last night i don't know if you know about this but uh steph curry broke the three-point record for the nba beat out uh smash name? smash smash uh russell russell bill russell no. no he's he's he was the like first one or something oh. like that it was him uh he be, uh ray allen is mugsy bogues no that's wrong <laughs> uh and then before that was um the indiana pacer guy who's an announcer now reggie miller yes okay yes. whoa hey come on people Um, yeah, but I've always like he, Steph Curry's the reason that I like started watching basketball again. And I'm glad that he's one of the guys that I, I look at as like one of the, he, for me, he's up there with, with Michael Jordan and all those people, you know, uh, him and Michael Jordan for me are, are right there at the top. Um, cause Steph Curry, he plays basketball. That's what he does. And he has become amazing at it. And he, he's not one of the people that uses his like superstar status for a political, you know, soapbox. And I, I like that. He keeps that separate, you know, he's, yeah, he's and, no LeBron. Yeah. LeBron, he, he's a tool or Steve Kerr, which is weird. Cause Steve Kerr is his coach. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is, um, with Steph Curry is I, I'm, I'm, I'm cause he's so young still. Yeah. Right. So his num- he- so his numbers gonna grow so much on whatever that three point record is. So it, his he has the record for three points in a season, which okay. is like four hundred and four or something like that. Right now he is on pace for four hundred and forty three pointers this season. Okay, like he's gonna break his own record again. Yeah, I want to now. Do they calculate that in as most of like? 
the three pointers in um career. Yeah. Yeah. So is he he hasn't beat that yet. He's just been beat it in the season. Oh no no no. That's career. He beat the career record. Okay. So, so he's at I think I think he's at like three thousand four hundred something three pointers for his career. Okay. So what I'm saying is when he's done, because he's still young, he's still a young player. When he's done, and if the record is now what he's at right now, nobody's gonna come close. He's gonna for a, he's blowing it out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And I'm interested to see what that number is. Yeah, you know, once he's finally done. Yeah, because he has I think he has a long time left in the league. You know, I mean, God forbid an injury, you know, but um, or if they NBA decides to shorten their seasons again and do what they like to do, you know, keep them in that. What did they do last year? They played them in that what was called the bubble or something like that. Where Yeah, they did. Yeah, so weird. Oh, he's he's got uh um two thousand nine hundred seventy seven. The record was two thousand nine hundred seventy three. So he hit what's that? He hit five three pointers last night. Wow. And so he okay, okay well, so so Ray Allen set that record after thirteen hundred games. Okay. Steph Curry right now is at seven hundred eighty nine games. So he'll double his record. He he could. He's yeah. on pace of doubling his record. That's a lot. That that's that's very discouraging for other players. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy. Yeah. It, it, it was cool too because uh, I, I I got off of work and I went to where I was at where there was absolutely no power, and it was cold. So I sat down. And I looked on my phone. and said, "Oh, Warriors just started." I was like, "Oh, cool." So I turn it on and it's like two, three minutes into the first quarter. And I was like, oh, all right. So I'm, I'm watching. And like within a minute was when he made that three pointer and broke the record. And I was like, oh, sweet. I turned it on just in time to see it. Oh, there you go. It, it was cool, too, because his dad was there. His mom was there. His college coach was there. Um, Ray Allen was there. Uh, uh, what's his name? The other guy that you said russell uh bill russell no no oh, Reg, reggie guy. miller reggie yes miller. He, he was announcing that game um who else was there but it, it was it was at the knicks knicks arena yeah it was madison and, square garden and they the knicks called a timeout right when it happened and it was like a 10 15 minute timeout because they yeah. stopped and like congratulated him let him go hug his dad and and do all all this stuff and all the Knicks people were standing up clapping for him and stuff. And, and then see, it went to a that's so cool. A, yeah. It went to a commercial and Under Armour already had a commercial made for when he broke the record and they played that commercial. It was yeah. cool. Yeah. And that, that's just to show you what kind of uh character this guy is. Now, if you are in I can't picture LeBron breaking a record and being at Golden One Arena in Sacramento and everyone clapping for him. Yeah. Um, because everybody likes Steph Curry. Yeah. I, I have not met anybody. I've met people that were, I'm not a Warriors fan, but I like Steph Curry. Like me, I'm not a Yankees fan. I like Derek Jeter. And so I really, I'm like, you know, when he retired, I'm like, good for you, man. Good, great. Good job. You know, um, this is show you what kind of, a, I mean, and that, that's to show you who he is on and off the court. You know, it, it's both ways. So, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a player. And by the way, I'm not those of you guys that don't watch basketball. Uh, a Steph Curry three pointer 
isn't at the line. It's like four or five to six feet behind the line. Yeah. The dude, I don't know how he does it. It's like a half court shot almost every time. Yeah, you should you should watch his his record breaker, the one that he made. It was yeah. it was a cool shot. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I will though. I, I heard I heard the audio of it. Uh, and the crowd just went crazy. You would think yeah. they were playing at home. Yeah. I can only imagine what that would have been like at home. I, I want I want the NFT for it. Ooh, that's gonna go. That'd for a be lot cool. <laughs> yeah, D- dude. Then we could go to the Tan Hill Inn. You could sell it. Yeah. Actually, if you could buy the NFT for that, you could. We should buy the tan. We should buy the Tan Hill Inn. Just buy it. It'd be our our summer yeah. or winter home. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> that's the studio. We fly there once a week just to record. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna bring Sorry, it down. I, I thought that was gonna be a, a quick one. No, it's fine. It That's fine. No, 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 it's all good. Um, this one, I mean, I don't have anything specific as far as uh, a person's name. Um, I just wanted to give a cheers. Um, this sounds weird giving a cheers to this, but um, just all those people who lost their lives in that, those tornado that or that tornado that hit um, Kentucky. Um, that thing was brutal, Kentucky man. and a couple of other states too. It went like 200 miles. I think it went Arkansas, Kentucky, part of Tennessee. Yeah. It, I mean, the thing was ginormous. It was huge. Uh, I saw some videos of it. Talk about scary, man. Like, I mean, it was a video I saw from outside uh, this news uh, building and the camera was kind of shaking, but uh, you see like all the lights in the, in the city right there. And you could tell there's a storm. You see water going by and everything. And then when the lightning hits, you just see like lightning everywhere, but this big black spot in the middle where there's yeah. no lightning. Yeah. I'm like, oof, that's, it reminds me of the, it literally reminds me of the movie Twister. Yeah. And also you see like half the city lights just go out. I'm like, uh-uh. R.A.P. Bill Paxton. Yeah. I'm actually going to watch that movie again. It's so good. Mine of my wife's favorite line of that movie when they're, when they are driving away from the tornado. The cow, well, the cow, and then and then the two tornadoes split up, and he goes, "We got sisters." (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, "Okay, you know, twisted sisters." Okay, I get it. Okay, Um, but yeah, um, I think they're still um, trying to, you know, find everybody. Gone country. What? That's the guy who was on Gone Country. Who? The singer from Twisted Sister, D. Snyder. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He did a he did a reality show where all these non country people tried to become country stars. Oh man, that's that sounds like a funny show. Yeah, it was good. That sounds like me moving to West Virginia. <laughs> I'm like, oh, have you guys heard of this guy's name is Garth Brooks? They're like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> I forgot. I was gonna say one more thing about this. Oh, oh, by the way, and and with I mean, we're, we're gonna we're, we'll finish this. Then 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 I'll go to it. But uh, yeah, so. Every, first of all, search and rescue, first responders, everyone lost their lives in, in, in that tornado, um, and Steph Curry. We're going to give you guys the Royal WTH cheers. Cheers. With that being said, I'm going to quickly nominate Scumbag of the Week to a, and on that same note, to Mr. Jeff Bezos, uh, because you launched a rocket the day of that tornado hitting and when 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 a tornado hit your plant oh yeah and the roof collapsed and killed yeah. like 100 people and, and or you something you still celebrated launching michael strahan into space when you had employees who died yeah in that 
And that's showing you right there how pathetic that is. Anybody would have, or any right-minded person would have been like, you know what? Uh, let's just postpone it for one more day. You yeah. Know, I, I had a tornado hit my factory. I need to be there for my, for my people. You're already, he already looks bad um, in the, in the public eye, just because he kind of looks like Dr. Evil. Yeah. Um, and this would have been a good opportunity for him to save a little bit of face, but it's clear he doesn't care. Yeah. So, but I don't want to stay too long on that. I just wanted to touch on the uh, scumbag part of it. So we're, I'm going to stick with the tornado for one second. So I saw this uh, article here um, and this is, I get this through Fox news and it says Kentucky candle factory survivor who lost boyfriend in tornado says unidentified quote unquote, Superman saved her life. Um, so it hit a, tor- a candle factory as well. I think this is where majority of the people died, I think, or the Amazon place they died. I can't remember which one of them had a lot of, a lot of fatalities. And it says, um, Autumn Kirks and her boyfriend, Lannis Ward, were working the night shift at the Mayfield Candle Factory when the deadly tornado struck the area. The couple was standing 10 feet away from each other when they were told to take cover. Kirks pulled down her safety goggles and took shelter, glancing away from her boyfriend for just a minute. I would have kept my safety goggles on. I think when they said she pulled them down, they were on her head and she pulled them down over her head. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought the same same thing (laughs) when I read that. Well, I would let them on and I'm like, wait a second. I think she pulled them down like they were on her head. Like it's go time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like, like I pictured Doc Brown from Back to the Future, you know, put him down. <laughs> um, when she looked back, he was gone. Ward was pronounced dead a day later. Um, and she says he was about 10 feet away from me when we started. I don't know where he ended up. Um, and she would, I guess she was being uh, interviewed by Neil Cavuto on uh, Fox News. Um, I don't know where they found him. Nobody has given us that information. We were right there in the same hallway at the same time, taking cover with everybody else from the plant. And it was reported that the candle factory was operating 24 seven to meet demands for the Christmas holiday before the tornado struck the area. So all hands on deck, you know? Yeah. Um, although the bad weather was known to the employees, the intensity of the tornado took the community by surprise. They said, take cover about that time. Everything got really quiet. Then it was like the building was picked up and thrown back on top of us. Um, Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir told uh, report at least 80 people killed in his state with the number likely to exceed 100. Uh, Kirk said she and three others in the hallway were trapped under a concrete wall before an unidentified man who she called Superman lifted it off and brought them to safety. If not for his help, Kirk said, I feel like I probably would still be under that wall. Um, I don't know who he was. I wish I did so I could thank him. Um, we got to safety because of him. In addition to her boyfriend, Kirk's supervisor's wife was also killed in the disaster. As for the rest of her team, um, she said, I can think of 30 people that um, I've seen since that are, um, I can think of 30 people that I've seen since that are in good shape. Oh, out of, out of the total that were there. Um, I know there's so many more that are still lucky to be with us but i personally have seen 20 or 30 of them and held them dearly because we're a family at work sometimes it doesn't seem that way but we try our best to take care of our people the owner of the candle factory has already expressed plans to rebuild and assist the railing community i believe that we're strong i believe that we have a strong community and it's very apparent that everybody is coming together to help each other out kirk said as for rebuilding, I think it's a wonderful idea. We've been told that they're starting a new building. Either way, I look forward to going back to work. I can't wait. I love my job and I love the people that I work with. Um, 
basically uh you know it just sucks she lost her boyfriend and and just if you haven't seen the pictures of the of the disaster it's massive i could have sworn that i read somewhere that it said either it's here or the amazon plant they were told to shelter in place and that's how they all died People, i think that was amazon yeah um and i think is this is the one i think this is the one she said yeah she said she glanced back and um he was just gone it's like that's frightening dude i can only imagine we're gonna turn when the power went out they probably had lots of candles to light <laughs> that's i mean that's the only good thing right um so before we get into our stuff i didn't talk about it uh i went axe throwing the other day which was fun oh, yeah you did um talked about it on the um on our marco polo that was a lot of fun went there for buddy's uh birthday uh, again apparently i'm still good i don't know charles says it's the uh it's the indian in me did you tell him that's racist and you take offense to that yeah and i say he's getting canceled so he, he's on, okay he's he, he's he's, in a, he's on his way out um the only thing that could save him is if some you know venison jerky ended up in my mailbox so i don't point. Th- i don't think he's been hunting at all this season then he's canceled he's canceled yeah charles name starts with a c cnn starts with a c they're getting canceled coincidence i don't think so cuomo starts cuomo. with a c oh, oh. step cuomo sexuals <laughs> <laughs> that's what they call like the people that stick up for him i didn't make that up oh okay um and then i did go to the fright before christmas oh you uh, did i actually but, met uh krampus you met krampus i i went live yeah. with you kind of live it was through marco polo i saw it right away so you know i took a selfie with him it was cool um a lot smaller in person than i thought he would be still scary um no that they they did it up this year all the scare actors had like uh they're all christmas themed so they, they transform everything into christmasy but here's the funny thing so i went to the axe throwing and as i was there one of the guys because we were with a group of friends some of them i haven't met before and then one of the guys there his name was ken he goes to my wife and he goes, Hey, do you, do you and your husband like scary things? And she goes, he does. And he goes, Oh, here. And he handed me like a, like a flyer for fright, fright before Christmas. So I go, Oh, where are you going uh, tomorrow night? This was on Thursday. And so I, he's like, Oh, you are. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, are you a scare actor there? He goes, I am. I'm like, really? Oh, can you hook me up? Yes. Give me a job. So, so actually, funny you mentioned that he says yeah he, he uh he can it's just a matter of me going out there to do it i was gonna do it he wanted me to do it this weekend but we're we're doing other things but i go so who are you in in, in there and he told me the character he is i'm like oh okay i'm all yeah i'm all you got my he the grinch with the chainsaw no 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 oh. he's not. <laughs> um he, he, he's he was a, he was a bartender so he's the first person you see when you walk around the corner because you're you go into like this bar it's like a stable outside is like a dead horse right there like a life-size dead horse that comes to life then you go through the the, the double doors in the Nazi bar moron right when you um get dead as a horse <laughs> um and as you walk through the door of the double doors you're kind of looking to your left because there's things there and then there's like this bartender to your right and there's like a g- glass like a like a beer pitcher that's pouring but it's floating and what liquid's flowing out of it and he's sitting there, he's all what are you doing just start screaming at you and i'm like and it always it always gets me so when i first went in there 
Friday, I walked in there. I was looking for the bartender. I'm like, there's no bartender. A Santa runs through the front door and starts talking to me. But it was different because he had like dialogue. He was like, he's like, let me tell you a joke. And it, and it was like one of those jokes that like just kept going. You're waiting for the punchline. And it never got funny. And he goes, get out of here. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I thought you wanted me to stick around like and listen to your yeah. joke. And so, but then I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look for Ken. Mike, because I, I know what he looks like. I'm like, I, I can see like the size of the people. I'm like, well, that's not him. And finally, I see him. And, and he was supposed to. He was supposed to yell my name. Um, and then he was supposed to say, where's your daughter? Or something like that. And <laughs> yell and yell Evelyn's name. Come around a corner. And there's like a, a jail cell. And right there, there's like these bars. And I see a prisoner come around a corner. And it's Ken. I know it's him. Because he's wearing makeup. But it's like minor makeup. And he just looks at me. I'm like, oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's going to happen. And then he goes, I think he like kind of like stumbled on what he was going to say. He just yelled, Merry Christmas or something like that. And so that I just keep walking. And there's another door that's hidden there. And then he like sticks his head out as you're walking by the second time. He's like, and a happy new year and starts laughing all crazy. And then I'm like, oh, that was like, that was the surprise. I was, dang it. I was like, mad. I was like, man i was wanting evelyn to get scared so we walked through we finished it It was a lot of fun and then i talked to john it was his birthday uh and i he goes uh oh he goes oh yeah by the way i talked to ken he said he did see you he totally forgot your name <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh man it's all good because i told him what i was gonna wear i'm all, I'll, I'll be i'm all wear a green giant's hat or i said be wearing a green hat and he goes oh that's he goes, that's not very specific. I'm all, it's a giant's hat. It's very specific. Nobody else out here wears a giant's hat. Yeah. He goes, okay. And so I, I made sure I wore my my green giant's hat. And it was cool. A lot of fun. Uh, they, 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 every year they get better. So, um, but that's what I did. Um, actually, I did that before the last recording. But we had a lot to talk about that episode. So a lot of the stuff we're talking about tonight was going to be on previous shows and yeah. whatever and we're we're putting it on this one Re- real quick your santa telling the joke thing reminded me of something uh my son came up and he he's like you want to hear a joke i said okay he goes why are there no walmarts in syria why because there's only targets <laughs> it's actually kind of true <laughs> you trying to tell me that boy's not a liberal Man, I'm getting more and more proud of him every day. <laughs> we raise no, no woke, woke pansy man, soy yeah. boy around here. Yeah. So, uh, are, are we about ready to take a trip? Take a trip in a flying rocket ship? Is that what the thing is? I don't know. Little Einsteins. Little Einsteins. Is that your favorite cartoon? Was that what it was? No, the kids watch it. I hate that cartoon. Oh, by the way, when I went back on the episode, I was listening. Well, oh yeah, Coco Melon, dude, you were so fast. You're all boo. <laughs> I'm like, wow, someone <laughs> literally hates that show. Yeah. Um, but you know, what? I think it is time to go on a rocket ship. Um, yeah, talk right about now. Okay. The real WTH show presents Earthly Oddities. Actually, uh, Michael Strahan's with us. 
Michael Strahan and his the gap mm. between his teeth. Yeah. We actually flew the rocket between that. Um threading, no, threading but that we'll, needle. We're actually we're gonna go over to uh good old the the red planet, you know. The red planet. Yeah. Um, we're gonna go to Mars because something I don't did it come out today or was it earlier? Because I saw it today. Um the article that I'm re- that I have pulled up right now says December 13th. So, so that's two days ago. Yeah. I saw it today, but the headline was something uh, I'm going off the top of my head, but it says uh, researchers find evidence of crashed UFO on Mars surface. And then I read more into it and it said this was a photo from back in 20 or 2006, right? Yeah. And uh, it, if you look at the photo, it straight up looks like a flying saucer crashed and you can see like the, the ruts that it made in the surface and everything. And it looks like a little disc at the end. Yeah. Um, but I know that I, I feel like before I had to stop reading it, it said something like this was disproven. Is that right? Um, I'm not seeing where it said that. I don't even know where the where I mean, where it was that I read it because one of my coworkers was showing me and I was like, oh, I'm gonna talk about this tonight. I think on it depends podcast. on I think it depends on where he was reading it from. Um if you want, I could read the article real quick. It's pretty short. Oh yeah, go ahead, because the one I was reading was super long. Yeah, you probably have more details on it. Um, this one I'm getting from WBZ News Radio. I have no idea where this is, but uh, oh, and by the way, this is one of those things where Tommy and I came together tonight and he said, Hey, do you have anything to talk about? And I was like, Oh, I have an earthly oddity. He goes, Oh, I have one too. Yeah. We had the same one. Yeah. We usually uh, don't talk about what we like to surprise each other. Yeah. And I said, uh, does it have anything, does it have anything to do with outer space? And he goes, yeah, well, a planet. He goes, yeah, well, I think we might have the same one. Yeah. So synergy, my man, synergy. It's technically, this is a Marsley oddity. Marsley. Well, wait. Yeah, well, is, is Mars the red planet? Mars is no. the red planet. Or is that Mercury? No, Mars. Are you sure? Positive. I don't know. Don't second guess me. I went to private school, so yeah, that's your that's your problem. I mean, now nowadays, no, nowadays, 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 that's nowadays, nowadays ooh, yeah. Ivy League. Yeah, yeah. Um. So it says right here. Over the years, NASA has recorded vast amounts of footage of Mars, from photographs to videos of live streams from rovers well a south african researcher has been combing through some of it and uncovering something very peculiar in images from 2006 by the way props to wilson he was doing that from memory and he got 2006 right um and it says what 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 looks like a ufo that crashed on the red planet that's how i know because it said right there red planet uh gene ward was going through footage taken by the mars reconnaissance orbiter when he discovered the odd site at the bottom of the Candor Chasma or Chasma, let's go Chasma. Chasm? No, it, no, it's Chasm. No, Chasma. C H A spelled C H A S M A. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, Chasma, and it says a large canyon in Mars, uh, Vallis Mariner system, um, said to be on the planet's equivalent of the Grand Canyon. In fact, it is considered to be the largest known canyon in the solar system besides Michael Strahan's teeth as of last yeah. week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it focused on what he called... Come on, a, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, 
it focused on uh, what he called a strange trench. At the end of the trench, there's a perfect disc that is mostly covered in sand and debris. And behind it, we have random dunes. Now, the picture, you guys could just Google this, just Mars uh, basically. Crash landing Mars or crash UFO land. crash. Yeah. And it looks like, um, you know, in every movie when, a, when something crashes and it hits the dirt, it leaves like a trail behind. Looks so, like Superman. Right. Yeah, it's like a trail. And literally, you see like half a disc, like half of it is buried in underneath sand or something, and the other half is sticking out. And honestly, what this reminds me of right here, Prometheus. Yeah. So when they're landing on Prometheus, in the movie Prometheus, when they're landing, he goes, um, so like something lives down. I, I, it's been a long time, but he's like, something uh, is a lighter. And they go, how do you know? And he said, God doesn't make things in perfect lines. And you yeah. see like a perfect line and there's like perfect circles that doesn't happen, you know? Yeah, so it's haven't on you purpose. Seen signs? Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, it's crazy. So it says Ward goes on to know it looks like a disc shaped craft or object came at the very low angle and crashed to the surface of Mars, leaving this strange behind it, leaving this strange behind it. Weird way of saying that he then zooms in more on the disc shaped object when he, which he surmises is 40 to 50 feet in diameter, pointing out that, um, is about the same width as the trench behind it. So it lines up. It is. To, yeah. it cre that created the trench. Yeah. He adds, it looks like the disc that's partially elevated on one side as it plowed into the surface. With some commenters wrote off the discovery as a sand dune or space junk, others felt it was something much more significant, calling it a great find and writing things like, there's really nothing else it could be other than a crash saucer saucer Depression. Thank you, sir. Um, that it looked like a crashed saucer-shaped object. I know they are afraid of uh, contamination, but still, I wish NASA. <laughs> Dang it! I wish NASA. Come on, man. man. Um, but I mean, yeah, okay, it could be space chunk, but that thing was hauling. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and I don't know space chunk that's shaped like a saucer yeah i don't i don't know i mean there, i feel like there's a lot of cover-ups you know yeah so it's probably just another cover-up they think we're not ready yeah to hear about the aliens dude we rocked covid we could definitely handle this <laughs> yeah all we need is a glass of water yeah good. dude yeah that and a baseball bat we're good yeah. to go swing away swing, swing away, away. Um, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, if people don't understand that reference, I don't know what to tell you. That is an old movie. Now, if you don't know that reference, call 916-259-3030. We'll tell you. That that movie's probably on uh, AMC now. Yeah, it is. Or Turner <laughs> Classic <laughs> Movies. <laughs> Remember back in the day when AMC was like old movies? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now it's like a, a three-year-old movies on there. It's all bad boys for life. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> um, and just because no, they're old. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a that's a pretty cool uh, little story, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I dig it. I mean, who knows what it is? I like how they say we, they wish that NASA would investigate. I'm like, we haven't sent anybody there. I mean, they have the Mars rover. They're not going to send another rover there specifically for this. But however. Um, was it People Magazine's or Time Magazine's Man of the Year? Elon Musk might. 
Oh yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Liberal heads are rolling right now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's pretty cool. Um, I'd be interesting to find out exactly. Um, maybe this is the same article you read because it says right there that some people wrote it off as a sand dune or space jump, but there's no sand dune that has that perfect little half dome thing. Yeah. You can see the sand dunes. Yeah, you can see them clearly. And, and he actually says, if you watch, if there's a video on there, if you watch the video, he says he went in and removed some of the sand dunes behind it. So there were, there were more sand dunes behind it. Yeah. It, it's um, um strange though, man. But, but here's the funny thing. This technology right here, we could see this and we're like so far away. Yeah. I see some of the crappiest like bank robbing footage ever coming out of like what are you looking at somebody's out in front of the house uh-oh and now they're backing up but yeah like like how, how clear this picture is right here but we can't get a clear picture of a bank robbery that always cracks me up yeah um we're gonna bring it back home fly back through the gap tooth we're, we're gonna fly it we're, we're, we're gonna come back we're we, we we circled you know the dark side of the red planet and we're heading back we're into orbit. the dark side of the moon and like the it's over there And amazingly, we took an airplane to get there. <laughs> Attention, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Please make sure your tray table pilot sounds like me. Upright position as we make our planes? And always thank you for flying WTH Airlines. Oh, that's how we're getting to the Tan Hill Inn or whatever yep. it's called. Make make sure you wear your mask at all times. Thank you. Make um, sure you don't wear a mask. Yeah. I'm tired of these mother masks <laughs> on this mother. Blaine. Um, <laughs> so friend of the show, Ryan Sunshine, him and I, we, we've all been talking. And uh, one thing that we agree on is we are scared of water, like big. I think you are too, especially the ocean, Wilson. I'm, I'm scared of sharks. Okay. You'd be scared. Specifically. Of, you'd be scared of this. Um, so this is a rare find. Okay. Ryan's more scared of the dark, but go ahead. Yeah, which is funny because in the, like half of his videos are in the dark. But anyways, <laughs> um, maybe maybe he he needs us to light up the night for him. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Um, so this is <laughs> rare find. A second terrifying deep sea fish washes up on California beach. There you go, Wilson. Nice. Um, a second extremely rare deep sea fish has been found washed up on a Southern California beach. Someone discovered the body of a Pacific football fish, a type of angler fish like the one seen in the film Finding Nemo on a beach in Encinitas, north of San Diego, San Diego, um, on Friday, December 10th. Uh, the Scripps Institution of Oceanography reporter on, or reported on Twitter. Only 31 known specimens of the fish normally found at extreme ocean depths have been collected worldwide. Another Pacific football fish was found November 13th on Black's Beach in La Jolla. So both of those are in San Diego area. Uh, researchers weren't notified in time to collect that one. Um, the incidents <laughs> find a mature female measuring 13 inches long and weighing 5.5 pounds, the institution said. Um, experts don't have any evidence to theorize why several deep sea fish have washed ashore recently, but are interested in learning more about the specimens that have been collected. 
Um, the scary looking anglerfish dangles its own bioluminescent light to lure its prey in the darkness of the depth oh, uh, in the ocean depths. Um, that little that little thing that it lures things with mm-hmm. is called an esca. Esca? Yeah. How do you know that? I just read it on calacademy.org. You're supposed to say you learned that in college. Whatever. I'll edit that I, in. I just I just made it up. Is that called an esca? No, it, it really is. Oh. <laughs> um, they're normally found at depths of 650 to 2,600 feet. There's still so much we don't know about these creatures, the institution wrote on Twitter. Among other things, researchers took x-rays of the fish and planned to examine its stomach contents to try to learn more about its diet. Um, here's the thing. Um, that thing is scary. This thing is weird looking. Uh, it, it, it looks like the, like I said, like if you've seen Finding Nemo, it's that one with the light on it. Um, yeah. And what's weird? I mean, we were just talking about Mars, right? And and we're always talking about like finding life outside our solar system and in, on other planets and stuff. When we haven't even really truly explored hardly any of our Earth, technically speaking. Yeah. The Meg's it, still down there. It is. I mean, and this thing right here, like it's finally like showing up. Hopefully, this would give us some answers on, you know, exactly what else is out there. They might find other molecules or whatever in it that they could say, "Oh no, the, there's there's other species down there." Um, but it, it is scary looking. I, I mean, man, those teeth on it are just—it's not that big though. It said it said it was a uh, thirteen inches, dude. Dude, there's a picture of the guy who found it with his face next to it and his face is almost as big as it okay have you seen piranhas dude yeah dude they're 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 small but they they'll they'll attack you i'm scared of a spider okay this thing is frightening okay yeah yeah see i win yeah but but yeah dude that that's uh this like literally like aliens on our own planet besides the illegal ones but like you know we have so many more things that we could go explore and I know what people are thinking. Well, you know, the ocean depths are really, really cold, right? And with global warming and everything, maybe that, just, that's floating, why yeah. they're, they're floating you know, up. Same and, thing as, as Biden, you know, blaming that giant tornado on global warming instead of saying, you know, I'm sorry for what happened to all those people over there. You know, come on, man. You shut up. <laughs> yeah. He, and any, um, what what is it? Uh, no, uh, don't let a good uh, what is it like a good uh, tragedy go to waste or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it, it's crazy. I mean, they could they could blame anything on everything, but I mean, it's kind of cool. I mean, could you imagine like walking on the beach house and stumbling across this? I, they said they they didn't get there in time for the other one. I wonder if someone took it. Oh, probably. Would you take it? probably heck yeah dude that'd be awesome be like dude uh because you cut that open see what it's eating dude, you might find something that's never been found before you want to see my 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 football fish my my hemantolophus growing landicus of the kingdom animalia phylum chordata they're like is that what you call it you're all, no, that's, has really, a, that's really it. I just read it off the and, and you're all, website. It has a thing that dangles and lights up. <laughs> yeah. 
that's that's weird it, it the the scientific name for it sounds like a pokemon do <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> I mean, it kind of looks like it could be one. It could be, you know. It's probably like freaking Magikarp where it's worthless until you finally level it up enough and it becomes a Gyarados, you know. <laughs> okay, TL. <laughs> okay. Don't, don't ever give that man again. <laughs> I, I, I will end this call in a heartbeat. <laughs> um, so we're going to... And come... that was our last episode. Yeah, We're going to come back up to the service with it with a... With a happy story. Well, it's kind of funny. Now, Wilson, a while back, what was that little creature you got in your yard? What was it called? It was like a gopher. Uh, well, I've gotten a gopher. I've gotten a vole. Vole. It was a vole. Okay. 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 Um, but did you at least get a squirrel? And I've gotten a mole, actually. Okay. Did you ever get a squirrel? I've shot plenty of... I mean, there's a lot of squirrels in my house. This is like basically as if it was written out at um wilson estates i could totally picture this happening to you and I, i'd be really surprised if this wasn't a story from your place and you didn't tell me that it happened and let me know how mad you would be okay okay, okay. squirrel hid 175 pounds of nuts in chevy avalanche pickup while owner was away that's a lot of nuts well i would never own a chevy avalanche because they're ugly um, but I probably have more than that in uh, the walls of my my little carport room that I have. Well, here's the funny thing is this picture. I, I don't know um, if this person um, and even even go even specific. But it says critter filled engine bay with black walnuts. OK, the picture that I'm seeing right here. Black? I don't know, but the picture I'm seeing right here. Okay, if you're to say black walnuts, what color are black walnuts, Wilson? Uh, they should be black. Okay. But it's probably talking about wal walnuts from like a black walnut tree or something. Okay, what color are those then? Do you know? I don't know. Because this picture I'm seeing looks like the engine bay is filled with lemons. What? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if I just don't know my nuts. <laughs> um, Sound clear. Yeah, there we go. Um, it says a Fargo, North Dakota man, eh, uh, returning from a four-day trip, discovered a large cargo in his Chevrolet pickup, but not in the bed. Bill Fisher revealed on Facebook that a squirrel had stashed 175 pounds of black walnuts under the hood of his avalanche in the engine bay. Oh, they're black, for sure. The walnuts are? Yeah, I'm looking at them. Yeah, not, not these right here. Oh, wait. Yeah, look at Oh, oh, you know what? They, I think they're fresh because, okay. So they oh, look like, oh, look at, look at, look at, look at that one. The top, top one. Oh, okay. So it looks like a lemon at first. Yeah, and they so turn you have black. to, you have to peel them. Okay. So that's what they that, look like that, lemons. The nuts are inside. Sound clip. Have they dropped though? Yes. These ones have to have dropped, you know, Spe speaking of which, how are you doing, Wilson? You're still, you're still doing good from your procedure. Yeah, I'm I'm all right. Okay. Did they did they break the needle? You know what I'm saying? Um, they're supposed to use the needle. Well, they gotta numb you somehow. You know what I'm saying? They're supposed to numb you. Oh yeah, my <laughs> took it like a man. Um, but it says uh um he says um he with North Dakota right? I can only laugh at the situation as it occurred in the past. Why does he sound Irish? I'm trying to do the whole Minnesota thing, like the whatever. Um, 
This year was a record. Uh, Fisher said the nuts can't uh, come from a nearby tree that produces a biannual he said harvest. Nuts come. <laughs> <laughs> it's still not as funny as yours last week. And that he previously spotted a red squirrel making trips toward a truck that, and has tried to use deterrence, which did not come this time, work this time around. Um, a gun would work or a dart gun or anything else would work. Um, I have in the past used a mixture of cayenne pepper and Tabasco sauce in a spray mixture under the hood. Um, the insurance salesman spent seven hours removing body parts to get to the nuts, which feels... <laughs> 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 this isn't a real a real article this is from fox news dude uh, um i could read that again the insurance salesman spent seven hours removing body parts to get to the nuts okay rider removing parts of the truck to get to the nuts when you say body part it's like <laughs> i gotta move the arm and the leg i gotta get to the nuts i mean that's just a funny way of writing it which filled a seven, which filled seven five-gallon buckets, but doesn't think he what got was to he all a humpback of them. whale. <laughs> Some of the nuts I'm unable to retrieve. They are hidden inside the frame, he said. The avalanche itself, do then they have a picture of like a bunch of avalanches here? It is ugly, by the way. The avalanche itself is nearly as odd as the situation. A short-lived model features a bed with a mid-gate that allows it to be extended to the rear seat for added carrying capacity. Um, the avalanche could have handled much heavier haul if the squirrel had loaded up the cargo box instead of the engine bay, <laughs> as it has a payload capacity of around 1,200 um, pounds or three of me. Um, maybe next winter, squirrel. Maybe next winter. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's a conspiracy. I think that squirrel's in it. I think that squirrel wants some fame. Probably. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't sound like he ruined anything. I mean, but man, like, what uh, he had to like try turning it over, and he's like, "What's that noise? Sounds like a bunch of rattling going on." Speaking of which, I gotta look underneath my hood. I wonder if that was why my AC went out in my car. You got you got to look underneath your hood to see if you can find your nuts. Oh, show opener right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Wilson. I'm going to leave with this story. I don't know if you told this story because I had this one on it saved, but I don't remember you saying the guy's name. So I don't know if this is a story you're talking about with uh, you did a show. It was either the show you did with Ryan sunshine or the show you did with the toy stallion, but it was like uh, a, a, a one America's most wanted fugitive that they finally identified. Did you do that one? I don't think so. Okay. Um, so this right here, um, is also from Fox news. And so this is a kind of a, a, a cool story because this kind of, uh, you know, ties in with, uh, money and, uh, robbery and stuff. And, you know, kind of, uh, something near and dear to Wilson's heart <laughs> too soon. So we're getting off the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Nice. Why are you uh, laughing? This is a family show. Sorry. My bad. Um, one of America's most wanted fugitives credited with pulling off one of the largest bank robberies in the history of Cleveland, Ohio, had spent five decades living a quiet life in a Boston suburb, not far from where the movie investigators 
say inspired his notorious real life heist was filmed um and it uh does it say what movie uh the town no it doesn't even say said boston yeah it's not the name of the movie i know it says it but <clears throat> it sounds a weird like a weird lead-in no i already know what the oh. movie is um but it doesn't say it yet so as an ordinary 20-year-old bank teller at the time, Theodore John Ted Conrad, so Ted's in quotes, so that's what he goes by, walked out of his job at Society National Bank in Cleveland on Friday, July 11th. I feel like oh, it would be Thed. Thed. Thed door. Um, July 11th, 1969, with $215,000 in a paper bag and vanished, according to the U.S. Marshal Service. That amount is equivalent to over 1.7 million in 2021. The bank didn't check their vault until the following Monday when Conrad failed to report to work. 52 years would pass before U.S. Marshals who traveled from Cleveland to Boston positively determined that Conrad had been living an unassuming uh, life under the alias Thomas Randell in Linfield, Massachusetts since 1970. He died there of lung can- he died there of lung cancer in in May of 2021 at the age of 71. Karma. Yeah, exactly. Oh, here's the movie. A year before the Cleveland bank robbery, Conrad became obsessed with the 1968 Steve McQueen film, The Thomas Crown Affair, which uh, featured a fictional millionaire businessman who decided to rob a bank for sport. Investigators said Conrad saw the movie more than half a dozen times and bragged to his friends about how easy it would be to take the money from the bank and told them he planned to do so, which is so funny. Cause like working at Loomis, like, you know, like all the weak areas, <laughs> that's why we're fingerprinted in the FBI system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's so many uh, areas. Anyways, ironically, he moved to the Boston suburb near the location where the original Thomas crown affair movie was filmed. According to the U S marshal service, Conrad has been featured on America's most wanted and unsolved mysteries. Investigators perplexed by the case over the past 50 years have chased leads across the country, including to D.C., Inglewood, um, which is in California, uh, Western Texas, Oregon, and Honolulu, Hawaii. The D. cold case, <clears throat> pretty much. I, t- I wouldn't be surprised if this is him. The cold case was cracked in part of a collaborative effort between the U.S. Marshals and his son, who grew up and joined the same federal agency decades later in Northern Ohio. Um, what federal the, agency? Uh, the same federal agency, the U.S. Marshals. His son was a U.S. Marshal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could, 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 could you imagine? Hey, Dad, I'm going to be going to, I'm going to become a U.S. Marshal. Come on, they, son. They, they find that out, and uh, the, the son's like, ah, oh, I got to write a memo now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's applying for another agency. Have any of your family members ever been convicted of a crime? He's like, oh, here well, we go. Technically. Oh, here we go. This is a case I know all too well. Peter J. Elliott, U.S. Marshal for Northern Ohio, said in a statement, my father, John K. Elliott, was a dedicated career deputy United States Marshal in Cleveland from 1969 until his retirement in 1990. My father took an interest in this case early because Conrad lived and worked near us in the late 1960s. My father never stopped searching for Conrad and always wanted uh, closure up until his death in 2020. Um, okay, so the kid. Okay, so 
Sorry. So the kid took over for the dad who initially was investigating. Yes. yes. Okay. Not, okay. Not that Conrad. makes more sense. <clears throat> right. Okay. I had to read that again. I was like, okay. His statement continued. We were able to match some of the documents that my father uncovered from Conrad's college days in 1960s with documents from Rendell that led to his identification. I hope my father is resting a little easier today, knowing his investigation and his United States Marshal Service um, brought closure to this decades long mystery. Everything in real life doesn't always end like in the movies. Um, U.S. Marshal investigators from Cleveland were able to match documents that Conrad completed in the 1960s with documents Randell completed, including documents from when Randell filed for bankruptcy in Boston Federal Court in 2014. Um, additional investigative information led marshals to positively identify Thomas Rendell as Theodore J. Conrad. Um, which is funny because like, you know, the, that movie, you know, the Thomas Crown Affair. Um, so they said that his name was Thomas Rendell. Uh, that was his fake name, right? And then Theodore J. Conrad was his real name. Yeah. Yeah. So he actually modeled his name shortly, a little bit like kind of after that movie. Um, I don't know the picture of him right here. If he cut his hair, DB Cooper, he could be like DB Cooper, huh? Um, I mean, completely different side of the um, uh, this the area, but they said they did they did uh track to Oregon and Inglewood and Inglewood, um, which tells me they were they were trying to tie him in with this, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And and what's funny is we'll never know. We'll never know for sure. Um, real quick, going going on the heels of that, it's it's an old like cold case solved, right? Uh, I just saw a story today. Um, forty years ago, um, I was born. They, they found yeah, you were. They found um human remains in Ohio. Um, and they have now finally identified the human remains. Wow. 40 years and, later. Yeah. And uh, he, the remains were identified as Frank, Frankie Little Jr. Does that name ring a bell? Frankie Little Jr. It doesn't. Okay. So uh, you put, you put we, little, you put little in quotes. So was he a gangster? No, no. I put Frankie in quotes. Oh, uh, that no. was what he went by. Um, have you ever heard of the OJs? Yeah, the band, no. the, the singers. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, this is uh, one of the guitarists for the OJs. They found his body. Apparently really? He died 40 or he disappeared 40 years ago. Um, they found this garbage bag full of body parts in this back alley and uh, were never able to identify. And then um, through like an ancestry.com or something like that they uh ended up figuring out who it was so he was murdered obviously he was yeah it was it was ruled as a homicide right away because they found you know body parts in right trash bag but but yeah. they didn't know but so that he was he was reported as a missing person and they found a body parts but they didn't know that it was one in the same person well, I, was, I don't know if he was reported as a missing person he just disappeared back 40 years ago that's you know? crazy yeah they they found it in on february 19th 1982 yeah see yeah. that's 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 the thing i mean with the golden state killer you know they they trace back through um 
ancestry through um, genetics with the little spit tubes, you know, and they find family, dude, I think a lot more missing people are going to are, are not missing because if they're missing, they have no way to test the body, but like uh, bodies that are unclaimed or whatever, I think they're going to be able to identify them oh, more. You know what? You just reminded me of something. They were, they actually, uh, th- there's an organization called DNA Doe. D-O-E. That's who identify. Yeah, DOE, like John Doe, Jane yeah. Doe. It's an organization that is like dedicated to figuring out these John Doe's, who they are. Yeah. And, and that was the organization that figured it out. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. I gotta look into that story. I, I, I know, I don't know any OJ's songs off the top of my head, but I do know that, um, I, I the name sounds familiar. Does, he looks super young too. I, I don't know what the one on the other side is, but the one that looks real, that's him. The one I want on the left is computer or is that clay? I'm trying to figure out. I don't you know. know. You I know think they, it's clay. They didn't you know, have computers. back. You then. know how they take the skulls and they do that. that yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's pretty, I mean, not bad. Yeah. I mean, that sucks though, dude. And it sucks that he was murdered. And which means, I mean, more than likely the person wasn't caught or they were, but they never admitted to it. So they yeah. don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think they solved the murder, but at least, you know, maybe some of that family is still alive. But at least they got some closure. Closure. And uh, I mean, if it was in 40 years ago, I mean, the parents yeah. could still be alive for sure you know yeah which um, uh wrapping this show up i'm assuming is what we're doing but uh speaking of closure um that reminds me of we should tease some of the episodes that are going to be coming out you read my mind because the um sunshine has directed us towards some youtube videos that i don't want to say yet because I don't want people to go into it yet. I want I want them to research it themselves after we've talked about it, you know. But uh, there's we're gonna have some good episodes. Yeah. And some of these videos that are accessible to everyone, as long as you can go on the internet and go on YouTube, um, they're gonna be good. And I I don't know if you've listened to any or watched any of them yet, but I've watched both these videos, and. Uh, I, I have not had a chance to catch up on the old Marco Polo, so I, I don't know what Ryan has said about that first family thing. He hasn't said a whole lot. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. So next year we're going to have some, some good stuff coming out. Um, I know um, we're also going to, we're not going to talk about it yet or say who, um, but our next book we're going to do, um, Wilson oh. did meet the author, you know, what? just, just post that picture as a little teaser, which, which, which picture you sent me the two one pictures. I sent you, you sent what? me a couple pictures, the one with you and him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and tag him in it. He said, he said tag him in it. So, um, cause, uh, and he said he would come on. Yeah. Which we're stoked about. Um, it'll, it'll be the first author that we've read and have on at the same time yeah. and i have a, and i haven't read this book at all yet i haven't um, either because i'm wanting to go into it at the same time as you yeah and um i have a feeling that this book is gonna mess me up dude <laughs> um, it, it might it might I have, I have a feeling it's going to make me 
sad and it's also going to anger me at like and it's also going to give you the feelings that you had back in the day when we sat in the back of the Loomis truck <laughs> and watched end of yeah, watch and of watch it's funny my yeah. wife goes uh the other night she goes oh wait, you know what movie we're gonna watch again i'm like oh what's she gonna say hopefully it's a good one she goes end of watch and i look at her i go i can't watch that she goes my mom i that's minor wilson's movie i can only watch that with him <laughs> um yeah. but yeah so you know we we he, he you got word i think i cut it out of the episode where you're talking about it um did because, you because okay. it, it it didn't flow right but like during the recording of last episode you yeah. got like a message or an email and you were like oh my gosh like the author's doing like a meet and greet tomorrow i'm gonna go and yeah you, and you went i went and, and then it, i drove through a blizzard dude you got some how much, <laughs> okay first of all how much snow has tahoe got uh that one night was between three and four feet that is crazy and now tonight we're supposed to get another 10 inches to over a foot I, I I told uh Charles, I go, Hey Charles, well remember when you first uh met me and it was snowing and what you said to me? He goes, What well, you said to me, but you haven't seen this much snow in California. And I laughed at you, right? And I go, I go, because you do realize that California gets like more snow than here. And he goes, Well, yeah, but you know, that's only parts. Well, I'm telling you, well, look where Wilson's at. And he's all, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, dude. Um, yeah so, and you sent me that video today and you told me like where you're at the street did not I, it looked like you're on a back road somewhere it did I, it I did not, it was like, weird driving down that you got like it's like you're driving down a tunnel because you got walls of snow on either side and it, it was weird yeah i'm like dude i don't even i don't even know where you're at i was like yep there was uh, so much snow. it took me so long because not i mean most of the time you're like oh i gotta knock the snow off the windshield right yeah i had to knock the snow off the windshield and the hood because yeah. i i couldn't see over it like the wow. the snow on the hood was was taller than the roof of my yeah. car yeah that's crazy but, but you know what though that's good for california though they need all that water though dude yeah like, and then next week start so tomorrow supposed to snow all day friday's a break saturday's a break sunday's a break and then next monday through the following wednesday as far as my weather app will go on my phone it says snow every day like at least five inches so you're gonna stay up there again probably i don't know that's we'll crazy see. don't know how you do it brother but anyways we have we like we have a lot of good shows where we're collaborating with with our friends that are going to come on, uh, sunshine's going to come back on and, and he's going to bring the heat. Um, oh, and we, we got a, we got another sci-fi conspiracy theory episode that's going to happen too. Yeah. We got due to got, one of these videos. I got my, uh, my Mothman thing. We got a lot of good stuff coming up and then we got other yeah. guests that we have planned. So 2022 is going to be fun. It's going to be really awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm hoping that episode 100 is just going to be awesome. We're going to try to, I'm hoping we could somehow work it in where we could patch in some uh, past guests and yeah. everything. And we may not be able to do it all at one time just because uh, it is kind of chaotic once you get a lot of people on a Zoom call uh, because everyone likes to talk to each other and I can't edit that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll be like, but I can mute you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but that person's like, can you not hear me do, do, do you know like hello hello um 
but it's going to be a lot of fun. So yeah. we're looking forward to it. So yeah. anyways, um, oh, real, real quick though, is speaking of, uh, the book episode. Um, if you guys want to follow along when we, when we release all the episodes, uh, the book that we're going to do, I think we already mentioned it once, but we'll mention it again. It's called facing evil and is by Scott Brown and Victoria Newman. So if you look for it on Amazon, type in facing evil by Scott Brown, and it should pop up there. Um, but it is uh, a true, yeah. it is a true story, true story, um, book. Um, and it is uh, local to, well, I'll say local to me just because I used to live there, but Sacramento County. So yeah, Sac and, and Placer. Yeah. And this is the Wilson and I remember this day very well. Yeah. Like we followed it on the news and everything. So it's, uh, it's going to be a doozy. Um, and it's also a gift Wilson got for me. Thank you, sir. Oh, it is. Yeah. So, but yeah, facing evil, the, it's called a cop story of murder, mayhem and the aftermath. So, yeah. um, and I think that when did that happen, by the way, it was like 2000, uh, 2014. Yeah. Right there. October 24, 2014, October, not a good, uh, time in, uh, the Sacramento no. El Dorado County area. Uh, Th for that's when I bought the book was October oh really yeah remember because I said hey I just looked at this and this happened the day after Ishmael died yeah what well, I for, now I remember that yeah it's crazy yeah um yeah so if you guys want to go ahead and start getting that um and I think we're going to do the same thing we did last time release all the episodes at one time yeah um yeah. so I think that's good but you guys can go ahead and get the book and uh you know just kind of prepare for it because who knows? I mean, well, I think the book would be shipping from Sacramento area. Maybe I don't think it's going to get stuck on any ships in Long Beach Harbor. Um, yeah, it came it, pretty quick on Amazon. I think that's the only place online that you can get it. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to thank MSR Arms for uh, putting this together. Um, and as you remember what Wilson said last episode, it, it will still happen with uh, Ryan. If you build it, he will, you know. Um, what? Yep. <laughs> so funny uh use offer code wth5 at checkout for five percent off your entire purchase go to thinline brewing um thinlinebrewing.com and um check out their site get some swag or go there if you're in the area yeah, yeah. Rancho Cordova, right off yeah. of white rock road in sunrise ish they, they also do um paint nights i think they still do the paint nights and paint stuff like nights. that where you and um, i'm trying to get them to start up uh fly tying nights for the, for the guys oh, that'd be cool actually yeah I'd, i actually like just that. dug out all my fly tying stuff yeah my fly was down today so whatever um excuse me tomato potato whatever if you build it yeah keep going uh, <laughs> uh you can hear us on spotify apple Podcasts, Podbean, amazon google play pretty much anywhere where you listen to podcasts um socialist media facebook instagram youtube and untapped um check us out on untapped there's no e in untapped by the way um, that's where you can see all our beers we tried out, um, which would be good for you to follow along on episode 100. Once it comes out, you could, you know, go back and, and look and see exactly what we're talking about. Um, and look at those beautiful pictures that Wilson sent posts on there. Oh, dang it. I got to get a picture of this, huh? Yeah. Do it in a lot of snow. Um, oh, I guess I could. it's going to be dark out though. So yeah, it's, it's all good. You, you got a flashlight. Um, yeah. 
you could contact us at 916-259-3030 flashlight not oh okay not doing okay it. keep going um handy still has that one um <laughs> you can email us at the real show at gmail.com so man episode 99 in the books done done next one is episode 100 gonna be epic wow the the epic sode epic sode mm-hmm. i could probably do that i could probably do that yeah it's, it's hard it's hard for me to say but i can do it yeah so anyways everybody um hold on let's see when does this come out next week next Very- monday tuesday wednesday ish Merry Christmas, everybody. Really? Right? right? No. No. Yeah, because our next episode won't be up. We won't record until... Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. So Merry, we Merry finally, Christmas. Hey, look at that. We finally got ahead of a holiday at the end there of the year. There we go. See? Even yeah. though we still got like a week and a half. And the next... <laughs> ep- and the, this is so weird saying that. And the next, the next episode, episode, we say Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Happy Kwanzaa, everybody. Happy Kwanzaa. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. Rosh Hanasha, I don't know, whatever it's called. So, get her skirt. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Um, so, but yeah, hope everyone had a good Christmas, and uh, we will talk to you again. Bye. Later, dudes. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I will see you there, or I will see you on another time. I'll be back. Rose. Well, we're going, we don't need roads. You got it, Joey. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Latest on the men, Jay. Thank you, everybody, the fan. Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Let's go, Brandon. Stop it! No, Brandon, that guy. I love that guy. Okay, bye. <sighs>